0: So I had this dream the other night where um, we were going to record this episode, but Jason and I, when we were on Netflix, we searched up Harder They Fall, and we both found a different movie also called Harder They Fall. And somehow Jason and I both watched that movie, but Monica watched this movie. And and it was about Elijah Wood and Bruce Willis were running from the Ku Klux Klan. I don't know why, because they're white (laughs) and... (laughs) and there was like all these gunfights and they were burning down farmhouses It was, it, and, and they were like driving in a pickup truck and Elijah Wood had like two AK-47s it was fantastic and Jason and I were like it was amazing, it was one of the best films we've ever seen and Monica you were like it's the wrong fucking movie, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it was good, you were reviewing the wrong movie and you got really angry at us and it was, anyway The Harder They Fall
1: And beyond! Aiden it God of the world! you the king of the world! Agent! Agent! It's not flying in baseball! Yeah, who's
2: on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. And I mentioned my dear Watson. What's in the box?
1: Just what do you think you're doing, guys? Frankly, right here, I don't give a damn.
2: But why male models?
1: Why, so serious? I am serious. Now, don't call me sure. Well,.
0: Nobody's perfect.
1: Go ahead. Make my day. Rufus Buck.
2: Man, old devil, this is gonna be Buck's last day amongst the living. What exactly did he do to you? Call it a professional robbery. I know who you are. That love
1: outlaw hunts down those who trespass against him. With no mercy. Where is it? Where is who? The boss. My boss. Clearly, you don't know me. I heard Rufus Buck was back.
2: So, ain't no road to ask a friend to travel.
1: You think destiny's coming to you? My guns go back. I can
2: the guns go back. A new day is dawning. My guns go back. Slow. That sounds like me. <laughs>
0: But it is welcome, everybody, that. to pop culture. I am Scott.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
0: Elijah would have Bruce Willis, the action duo <laughs> we need. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> welcome, everybody, to pop culture. I am Scott. I'm Jason.
2: And I'm
0: Monica. In this episode, we are talking about Netflix's latest revisionist Western, The Harder They Fall, starring everybody and directed by J- J- James... James? James?
1: not a real James?
2: James?
0: Said, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're>
1: Julian's anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, look, I didn't really like <laughs> No? I like I I
3: like I, I,
1: was, I was watching watching <laughs> the Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> yes, right. It <laughs> that I, don't, I, don't, I
3: This, like,
0: oh, this thing. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, the thing is, I that's uh, yeah, I yeah, I it. A I it. it. This
1: film is hectic. Yeah. It's like, no all Let <laughs> <then them come, laughs> go of that. <laughs>
3: and
1: then all of Yeah, it's sort of like it's so better my word when I see Oh look at that comb the air by I love from a top of a I cry so Tell the so, uh, yeah, yeah, them my love will never we go? long and so, like, um, um, on the that Everyone talks in the world
0: world 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 <there>. about jonathan majors and how he should literally be in every movie
2: he really should i could watch him read the phone book and i would be enraged. yeah
0: <laughs> and just and just like COVID, before we knew his name he was everywhere it's fantastic
2: <laughs> i think the other standout performance to really talk about is regina king as well because she who is always great he's always great but there's this one um monologue that she talks about hope and how it must die i loved that so much peeling an apple well peeling an apple (laughs) menacingly. and just being a complete girl boss i loved it
0: (laughs) while delivering the best tarantino knockoff monologue i've seen in recent memory
2: (laughs) yeah uh, this does have a lot of shades of tarantino and that's probably why i enjoyed the movie because it sort of reminds me of those sorts of films. And, you know, it's very slick. It's got style. I thought the set design was really beautiful and I thought the dialogue was good. But at the same time, it's a movie I've definitely seen before.
1: Mm.
0: And it's got a, it's got, I think what I struggle with most is it's got extremely odd pacing. Yes. It's sort of, it had me at the beginning. I'm like, yeah, this is my cup of tea. And then after a little while, I think it was sort of after they, um, they kind of left the... Saloon, I guess,
1: Mm. with the
0: martial things started to take just odd. It felt really odd. Some parts were very drawn out and slow, and then some parts were these kind of very frenetic, quick drawing action sequences.
2: I think it's because they wanted to give a little bit of a backstory to Idris Elba's character who is this vicious um, cowboy of the West named Buck, but he's also doing these horrible things in the name of trying to save his town to sort of give him a little bit of humanity, Uh, which maybe in um, a different movie that could have worked. But for this one I was just like, no, he just needs to be the villain and that's enough. I just need him to be menacing and cool.
0: Mm, which he certainly is but
2: he was like i'm not taking that away because i really did enjoy this movie and it comes across that i probably didn't but i just feel that there were some things that they probably could have finessed a little bit to really you know pump it up and make it something a little bit more original
3: well for me it, it's all in that end scene as the payoff for the film yeah um <clears throat> it doesn't reach that point that uh elegantly it, it's it doesn't make sense he explicitly has to state how um you know mm. they're actually brothers and he's transformed the ultimate revenge was transforming him but then he went further and mm-hmm. we didn't get the parallels to show that 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 clearly and yeah, yeah. i think but that, i'm going to tell you it yeah, yeah and it was a shame because i sort of went oh okay i sort of see where they're going with this now right at the end and it. Felt a little.
0: It didn't. It didn't smack of clever. It just smacked no. of like, "Here's me writing my way out." Cool.
2: Yeah, it was just. I think maybe a, a bit of a cheap twist at the end because you sort of see the character of um, Nat Love, played by Jonathan Majors. He's still in a state of denial at the end of the movie, and that doesn't complete the story emotionally for the character, which is a shame, mm. because you mm-hmm. have two. Very, very good character two very good actors playing interesting characters that are bouncing off one another really well. And this is probably, I think, maybe the first time that they have a scene where they're interacting together. And I just feel that it could have been done a lot better because you have two very talented people doing it. Mm, yeah. You know.
3: But um I, I agree about the production design and the style yeah. of it it was um really, it looks really beautiful amazing um it was a modern western in that sense um, one of the great things about westerns made currently i think is that they go for more of an authentic uh, approach in terms of the production design and the look of everything and it really does
0: the revisionist wonderful. western
3: well the revisionist part isn't really their production
0: design, though,
3: like, but I know I think I think yeah.
0: it is. It moves away from that uh, idealizing. Oh, well, yeah, the, the yeah, western, yeah. and turns into more of a like, hey, didn't look so great. It was kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Men didn't walk around in bright pink shirts with blue vests, like la, la John Wayne, and all buildings were painted pretty and blue and red. Yeah, makes no, yeah, it makes no <laughs> fucking sense in the slightest. It's like, hey, look at all this raw timber and brown jackets. But there's something about it that looks amazing.
2: Yeah, unless, of course, we're talking about Maysville because, you know, it's a white town. (laughs) That made me laugh. (laughs) You don't want to go into a white town. (laughs) Literally.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there was was a lot in it that I liked. Like, I'm not going to, I don't want to be like, it was just, it was shit. There was a lot in it I liked. And when you've got all these, Incredible performances from some of these absolutely brilliant actors. It's worth watching. Ultimately, it's like it just smacked of uh, an imitation of stuff that I like a lot more. Sure. When you've got something like Django, it's like, well, I don't need this.
2: <laughs> I could definitely see the line. Um, I did um note down a couple of quotes from this movie because I did think some of it was really good. I could see this in a Tarantino movie. Um, State Your Purpose, bastard. <laughs> you know
3: yeah 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 no it is it, it that's why i said straight from the beginning it was just seemed to be a weird derivative of it mm. um the the dialogue was really really good it, it like, was. Don't, don't get me wrong on that um i was just trying to think what scott had said a moment ago actually because i was going to go off that um the better versions of things yeah mm. so um it because it does have all those Western tropes in it, I think it's it's sort of lacking as a result because we, we're not getting anything new out of this um, other than the casting. And I sort of think you've got to have a bit more to say than some sort of uh, catch to the whole concept being how you've cast it. Um, I, I just don't think it's enough yeah and think, the, yeah. the the uh sorry the the characters you know how they go oh they were real people and so on well by name probably but there's no <laughs> way on earth this
0: is like the- now now stagecoach mary was very real she looked yeah. nothing like zazzy beats but,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but um there was other things that sort of threw me too like you know, I know Tarantino will revisit history and do unusual soundtracks, but when it went into reggae and things like that, I really found that a little bit, I don't know, conflicting for me.
0: Well, it's the 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 film is. I mean, he's a he's a um, the director James. I, I'm going to say it's James. I'm really sorry, <laughs> James, if you're listening. He is a um, he's a singer songwriter. Like that's what he he's a hip-hop artist prior to this and he did the soundtrack for gatsby which we all remember fondly and love i'm sure <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i think it, it it for me it like languished in these almost music video s sections of the film too which were kind of mm. i was bored i think mostly because i don't appreciate the style of music mm. which oh, probably just- says more about me than it does about the new style of music <laughs>
3: I mean, Rastafarian music just doesn't work in a Western for me. It's, 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 Come on, man. I, I mean, really, it just, it really clashed for mm. me. Um, and, yeah, it made it like a music video. Um, it, it disconnected from the narrative straight away by having that in there. I mean, you can be clever with music and put things in which layer over meaning and create atmosphere, but this wasn't doing that. It, it sort of made me not not feel oh, well, I should say, maybe not sure how I should feel about that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, like grooving along to some reggae. Mm. Yeah, no, that's not the Western. Yeah.
2: No, fair enough. I felt that um, also there were some moments of this brilliant camera work too like there's a scene in the first train heist that I loved the way that it was sort of styled you sort of see the standoff between the gang and um
0: oh the split screen
2: not the split screen but there's one little bit where everyone raises their guns behind Cherokee Bill and it looks like a fan behind him of (laughs) weaponry! and I was just like that's stunning like it has a lot of style yeah, and I just wish that they continued that for the rest of the film because I think if it was styled like that, it would just be Yeah, it probably
0: would have yeah. it probably would have Amazing. fixed all the issues. Yeah. Because it would have been so hyper like it just wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. All the silly stuff wouldn't have mattered if it can remained that kind of
2: Yeah,
3: almost
0: weird comic booky Style.
2: It made it really lush in appearance. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now that you mentioned that, I was expecting almost choreographed dismounting of horses and things after seeing things like that. That would have been. It was. It was. But you get what I mean. It was almost like that was there waiting to happen to keep that flow happening. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That that certainly stuck out for me that scene and various other shots as well did Mm. because it was just so. Overtly visual, you know, just yeah. a, a lone oh. horse on the train track, which i this is where revisionist history I just go, I doubt any train driver at that time would have stopped Let's at stop. all.
1: <laughs> <Let's> stop. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Sorry accelerate. <laughs> but it looked amazing and um mm-hmm. that's that's sort of how it works for it. Yeah. The
0: opening, like the, the, that, that that title sort of sequence with like the body being shot in midair and things was that like, oh, oh, yeah, it had me at the start.
2: Mm, it really did.
0: But anyway, I'm not I'm not disappointed I watched it. I think I just, because I love Western so much, I, I wanted to love it and it was just like, it. yeah, part of me is just resisting it because it wasn't quite my cup of tea.
2: I think this might be a good film for people who want to be introduced into the western genre a little bit, just to sort of see, you know, all of the, every example of what you see in a western movie put together into one new thing, and mm. then you go from there. <laughs> Maybe,
3: yeah. Uh, look, uh, it's westerns have transformed over the decades, and this mm. is sort of picking up where they. Got to, I guess, uh, with a mixture of some of the '70s spaghetti western,
0: mm. yeah, and that sort of the black exploitation stuff as well. And yeah, um,
3: so it sort of, yeah, it grabbed all of that and put it in. But um, yeah, I'm almost feeling like the story needed to be somewhere else to make it work even better. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, but ultimately, that that uh, plot not being clear or really reflective by the end that just made it really sort of a bit of a letdown for me
2: mm. yeah fair enough
0: yeah that's fair the harder they fall check it out i mean you might like it i didn't but anyway
3: <laughs> i didn't mind it uh, i think if you like your your westerns you'll recognize a lot of the things in there if you like seeing i guess modern cinema that isn't your normal fair then it's definitely that um yeah yeah it, it's not not a it, it's a visually arresting film and it's action-packed and things so you know i think a popular audience would enjoy
0: it it's just you can check this out in cinemas too. It's in cinemas and Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah they're
0: giving it a, a my a um limited cinematic release as well. I'd yeah. actually go see it there.
2: I would too. Yeah.
0: Mm. The harder they fall, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pop Culture. I've been Scott. I
3: may be Jason.
2: And I'm still Monica. Might be. Jason. Like <laughs> so that yeah, was great. Gonna, I love from my top. <laughs>
0: Pop Culture is produced by and recorded by Jason Eddy, Monica Porto, and Scott Sauter. The clip for this week's show was the trailer for Harder They Fall, and the song at the end was The Harder They Fall by Coffee. If you're enjoying the show, please, I invite you to jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we're available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod, on Twitter at popcultureau, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, where you can watch video recordings of some of our episodes that we recorded during lockdown. Thanks, guys, and we'll catch you next time on Pop Culture.